Thanks for tuning in to New Beginnings Podcast. We hope that today's message inspires you, it transforms you, and it helps you to think about your life in a new way. You can find out more at nbcc.life or go to our church hub, nbcc.online. Now, over to our pastor, Pastor Alistair, for today's message. Turn to your neighbor and say, now. With some conviction, now. With more conviction, now. Say it again. There's so many of God's, God's people, they feel that only God knows the future, that only God knows what's going to happen next. And because they believe that only God knows the future and God only knows what happens next, they, they just settle for that and they, and they live their lives by saying things like, well, you know, I don't really have to try and do something because if it's God's will, it's going to happen. If it's not God's will, it's not going to happen. I don't really have to try and study to get that job or get educated to get that job because if God wants me to have that job, well, I'm going to have that job. And if he doesn't, then I'm not going to get that job. And that's the way people think. And they feel that if God wants something to happen, if God wants you to have something, then you're going to have it. And if God doesn't want you to have something, then you're not going to have it. And they live, they live their lives and, and thousands upon thousands upon even millions of, of God's people, God, God-loving, God-fearing, Bible-believing Christians have lived their entire lives never really knowing or understanding what God's purpose is for them, what God wants them to do with their lives. Multitudes of saved people, baptized in the Holy Ghost people, have lived this, this weak and, 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 and spiritually anemic life, always in want, always, always needing something, always in debt, always struggling because they have never really fully understood the, the truth and the reality of that it doesn't really matter what, what God has promised you. It doesn't really matter what God says that you can have. It doesn't matter what God has provided for you. It doesn't matter what God has made available for you. Unless you actually take that thing, you're never going to have it. You're never going to have it. You have to stretch out that hand of faith and you've got to take the, the blessings and the provision that God has given to you. It's not going to fall out of the sky and hit you in the face. You've got to actually take it with your hands. And that's what I want to do today. It's warm. That's what I want to do today. I want to stir up a faith on the inside of you. Stir the fire in your belly, as they say. To stir you up so you don't really want to just sit on your hands and just wait for the blessings of God to come and fall on you. That you actively seek out and take those, those gifts. We all know the story of Caleb. See, Caleb was armed with the promises of God. And he said, he says, give me my mountain. And I really feel that we here today, we've got to exercise our divine right of faith. Some people say that God doesn't, God's not, God's not in the prosperity. Now, when I say prosperity, I mean true biblical prosperity, blessed to be a blessing, not blessed to keep it all for yourself or blessed so you can have a big bank account for yourself, but biblical prosperity, which is blessed to be a blessing, blessed so you can bless other people. So some people say that God doesn't want us to, to live a prosperous life. Some people say that God doesn't want us to live in the overflow. But really, have you ever heard anything so ridiculous in your entire life for someone to actually say that? Because what's the alternative? 
Come to Jesus. He'll make you sick. He'll keep you sick to teach you a lesson. He'll make you live in want. He'll make you poor to keep you humble. That's not the God that we serve, church. That's not the God that we serve. We need to place a demand of faith on the promises and boldly say, like Caleb, give me my mountain. Give it its mine. See, Caleb received his mountain because he exercised his rights according to the promise. I wonder how many of us exercise our rights according to the promise. See, Joshua had promised Caleb that when they got the inheritance that Mount Hebron would be his. That's the promise. You will have Mount Hebron. That is the promise. But Caleb, he still had to fight and press through in order to get it. Now, you can die singing K Sarah, Sarah, till you want. What will be, will be. If God wants me to have it, I'll have it. If he doesn't, then I won't. You can live your life if you want. Or you can stand up on your feet, armed with, with faith and armed with the promises of God to press in your claim and take it now. Is there anybody in here this morning who wants the promises of God? Let me see your hands. Who really want the promises of God? I've never known anybody who says, that's fine. It's okay, God. It's fine. I'll be okay on my own. I've never heard anybody say that. They want the promises. Give me the promises. Give them to me now. Tell you, God's good. I want to speak today about a, a right now faith. Not tomorrow, not next week, but a right now faith and a right now God for a right now miracle. Think about Mary and Martha. See, it's easy to say I've got faith in Jesus. Mary and Martha had faith in Jesus. They had a past faith. Oh God, if you'd only been here, Lord. If you'd only been here a short while ago, Lazarus wouldn't have died. They had a past faith. They also had a future faith. Well, we know Lazarus is going to rise in that last day. We know that. So they had a, a future faith. In other words, they had an expired faith and they had a not yet faith, but they didn't have any today faith. They didn't have any right now faith. And there's somebody here today, this morning, and you're living your life like Mary and Martha. You need a miracle. You need a miracle. You need the resurrection of oh, power of God to manifest in your life. That's what you need. Maybe you need, you need that to happen in your finances. Maybe you need that to happen with your family. Maybe you need resurrecting power in your marriage. Maybe you, you, your marriage isn't going so well. Maybe you need resurrection power in, in your health. Maybe you need God to drive disease out of your body. Maybe it's mentally or emotionally. Maybe you've been attacked in your emotions. Maybe there's a spirit of fear that's heavy upon, upon your life. Maybe it's your children. Maybe your kids are rebelling against you. Maybe your kids are rebelling against God and it's really getting on your wick. Maybe they're making your life miserable. Who knows that sometimes kids can make your life miserable? There's a lot of parents now going, poking their kids. <laughs> There's one thing that's absolutely clear completely clear from God's word. And it doesn't matter how impossible your situation is. It doesn't matter how ridiculous the things that's going on in your life right now. Because it says in Matthew, with men it's impossible. And it, it is. With men it's impossible, but it goes on to say, but with God, all things are possible. Everybody say all. Oh. Say it again. Oh. 
Another thing we see is God's not afraid of our rubbish. God's not afraid. Put up your hand if you've ever made a mess of your life. Whoa. Doesn't bother God in the slightest. God doesn't care about the rubbish of your life. He doesn't care how much muck and mess you've made of your life. What God needs from you is a right now faith. That's it. A right now faith. Because your miracle is right here, right now. Your deliverance is right here. Your healing is right here. Your restoration is right here. Your breakthrough right here. Your resurrection is right here. How do I know? Well, the Bible says it. I believe it. And that's the end of it. Well, where does it say that? Hebrews 11, it says, now, everybody say now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Second Colossians, everybody say now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Luke 6, blessed are you that hunger now, for you will be filled. Romans 5, you are now justified by his blood. Romans 5.11, you have now received the atonement. 1 John 3.2, beloved, now you are the sons of God. Revelation 12, uh, verse 10, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ. Turn to your neighbor and say, right now. Say it with some conviction. Say, right now. Say, say, it's mine now. Say, I'm taking it now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Do you know something, church? I can't see any of you. Just so you know. Maybe that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you see the same spirit that was on Jesus? Here now. The same spirit that was on Jesus Christ is here now. Thank you, Martin. The same spirit that's on Jesus Christ is here now. If Jesus was to walk in through the doors, you'd be like, whoa, Jesus! <laughs> the same spirit that's on Jesus is here now. Yeah, okay then. Come on, Niall, the same Jesus is here. Yeah. Come on. Come on. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what he says. The same Jesus that raised Lazarus from the dead is here this morning to resurrect your dreams, to resurrect your health, to resurrect your finances, to resurrect your marriage. He's here with you this morning. Whoa. You're a hard bunch to preach to today. Maybe I'll just go home. What was it Andrew Willis said? He says that British people aren't very emotional. But he's seen a bunch of rugby players in his hotel that didn't know that. And they were emotional. So whenever I say something like Jesus loves you, what am I going to get back? Yeah. Yes, come on, church. You got to help me. You got to encourage me here. Cardboard cutouts. Come on. Now I've lost my chain of thought because of you. You see, like Mary and Martha, everybody believes in the historical Jesus. Isn't that right? Every Christian, they believe in the historical Jesus. They believe in the Jesus that healed the sick, that delivered the, the oppressed. 
and the possessed. They believe in that Jesus. They believe in the Jesus that, that rose people from the dead, that, uh, that opened up deaf ears and opened up blind eyes. They all believe in that Jesus. Every believer right across the world believes in the Jesus that died on the cross for them. They all believe that. And they all believe in the, in the, in, in, in the future Jesus, the one who's coming back with all power and all glory. But many believers have missed the right now Jesus. They've missed him. Well, who's that? They've missed the right now Jesus. The Jesus who lives in the now. The Jesus who spoiled principalities and powers. The Jesus who disarmed and defeated the devil. The Jesus who took the keys of death and hell and rose triumphantly over the grave. They, they missed that, Jesus. The same Jesus gave us the keys to the kingdom. And he says, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is, is, is what? Is loosed in heaven. So that right now Jesus is living in his church through the power of the Holy Ghost. He's here this morning. That same power that was on Jesus' life is now in the church and we are authorized to exercise his power over all the power of the enemy. Right. See, the kingdom of God is in us. Maybe you didn't hear me. The kingdom of God is in you. Yeah, he's in you. All the East family watching online, listen, the kingdom of God is in you. I'm at the right camera. He's in you. He's in you. Normally, I look at the screen. The kingdom of God is in you. Everything that you need in this life to succeed, everything you need in this life to be everything that God wants you to be is in the kingdom, and the kingdom is in you this morning. It's not just a, some historical fact or promise. The kingdom of God is a right now reality. See, Mary and Martha needed a miracle. I'm getting, I'm getting my hand made back. Where's the finance team? What do you make? <laughs> Mary and Martha needed a miracle. But Jesus knew that in order for them to receive their miracle, then he had to get them to a place where they had faith to believe for the miracle. Yeah. He needed them to have a right now faith. A right now, right here faith. You see, your miracle and your deliverance and your, and your breakthrough and your healing, all of those things are all in the instant of faith. All in an instant of faith. You see, we all know that Jesus Christ is a resurrection in the life. He's Lord, he's, he's healer, he's, he's peace and he's joy, he's, he's baptizer in the Holy Ghost and with fire. He's not the great I was and he's not the great I will be. He's the great I am. See, everything that Jesus was and everything Jesus will be, he is right now by the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost in us. Right now. Right now. See, it says that faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So true winning, true overcoming, true appropriating Bible faith, it's always now. Faith is now. So many of God's people have allowed hope to take the place of faith in their lives. Now, hope's good, yeah. Hope is beautiful. Hope is necessary. But hope in and of itself isn't enough. Because hope is always future. Future. 
Always. But faith is always now. Let me say it again. Hope is always future. Faith is always now. See, hope is the eyes that sees the promise, but faith is the hand that takes it. He's with me so far. See, Mary and Martha, they had this beautiful hope for the resurrection of Lazarus and the sweet by and by in heaven, but they didn't have any right now faith for a right now resurrection. And many of us have come today with that, with that same mindset that God is going to do great things in our lives. If I was to say, is God going to do great things in your life? You'd all go, yeah, he's going to do marvelous things in my life. Woohoo! Many of us have even said, I believe that God is going to do great things in my life. I believe God's going to heal me. I believe God is going to save my husband. I believe God's going to save my, my children. I believe God is going to deliver me from this debt. I believe God is going to turn things around. I believe God is going to do all of these things. That's good. Praise God. You've now viewed the promise through the eyes of hope. But now you've got to let the hand of faith reach out and take it. You've got to let those eyes of faith reach out and take hold of the promise. So, church, be healed today in Jesus' name. Be free today in Jesus' name. Be resurrected today in Jesus' name. Be delivered today in Jesus' name. Let a right now faith reach out and take hold of a right now God for a right now miracle. Amen. Today is your day for a miracle. Today. Everybody say today. Everybody say today. Pretend you had a football match and your team's just scored. Everybody say today. Today's your day for a miracle. <laughs> I can hear people outside shouting. Today has got to be your day for a breakthrough. Today is your day for a miracle. Today is your day to possess the promise. Today is the day of salvation. It says now is the appointed time. Maybe you've talked about it, you've dreamed about it, you've seen whatever the thing that you need in the imagination of hope, and that's great. It's good to have hope. But now you've got to stretch out your hand of faith and take it. See, hope admires. Hope imagines. Hope, hope expects. But it's only faith that takes because faith is a possessor. Jesus said that he that believes has everlasting life. Not he that believes could have everlasting life or might have everlasting life or will have everlasting life. He who believes has, has already everlasting life. Mark eleven twenty four says, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you might have them. Is that what it says? Come on. Whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. Everything that God has promised is waiting for your claim of faith. Everything. Think about the woman with the issue of blood. She had hope that she could be healed. Now that hope brought her to Jesus. Hmm. That hope brought her to Jesus. Is there a full stop? No. But it was her faith that reached out into the realm of the supernatural 
and took her miracle. Jesus said to her daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you well. Because faith is a possessor. Faith can never be denied. Faith is bold. Faith is aggressive. It's aggressive. If I was to say to you, here's 100 quid, Niall's got it. And he went to Niall, and Niall says, you're not getting it. You'd break his face. <laughs> Wouldn't you? You'd take it off him. You'd hold him down. You'd wrestle. You'd take it off him. Because faith is aggressive. Now, I'm on this scripture right now. I was on it last week. I'm still on it because I can't get away from it. It says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. It might as well, should say, and the violent take it by faith. You're tired today, aren't you? And I really feel, church, that faith is rising up in the house. Maybe not among all of you. But among some of you, faith is rising up in the house. Faith is rising up in the house. I feel that somebody's putting a demand on God. Some people's afraid to put a demand on God. You've got to put a demand on the power of God. Somebody's stretching out their hand to faith. Somebody is, is, is going to leave here different. Some people's going to leave the same. But some people's going, if one person leaves different, I'm happy with that. I'd rather you all left different. That'd be great. But some people's going to leave here different. Some people's going to leave the way they came in. Listen, Caleb said, he said, give me my mountain. Give it to me. This is my mountain. It's mine. I don't care that there's giants living on it. It's mine. I'm going to take it. It belongs to me through the, through the promise, through the inheritance. Give me my mind. Where's the Caleb's this morning? Yeah. Where are you this morning? Where's the forceful? Where's the, the, the bold? Where's the aggressive? Where's the tenacious? Where's the determined? Where are you this morning? Jesus. Yeah. See, Caleb means forceful. It means bold. It means aggressive. It means tenacious. It means determined. Where are you? Where are you? See, like, like Jacob said to the angel that he was wrestling with, I'm not going to let you go to you, bless me. Jesus. Where's all the possessors? Where's all the violent? Where are all those people who are ready to take hold of their promise, who are ready to take hold of your blessing? Where are you this morning? God, take it. In Jesus' name. I know some people will go through their whole life admiring the promises of God. We've all met people like that. You know, the religious. They spend their whole lives admiring the promises. How oh, aren't they wonderful? Look what God has promised us. They're talking about the promises and they're singing about the promises. No, oh, wow, it's going to be so awesome. But I also know that there's some possessors in here today who are ready to stretch out their hand and take it. Turn to your neighbor and say, take it. Do you need healing this morning? Put up your hand if you need healing. Put up your hand if you need healing. Healing is a promise. Put up your hand, you want your family to be saved. Household salvation is a promise. 
Are you baptized in the Holy Ghost? Well, listen, if you're not, listen, he promises to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Put up your hand if you need a miracle in your finances. He promised to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Jesus. Listen, church, according to your faith, be it on to you. And I really feel that faith is reaching out this morning. That faith is loosed up in this place. And I feel somebody's stretching out their hand of faith and somebody's putting on Jesus today. And somebody's touching their miracle today. Somebody's taking it. Don't leave here this morning without it. If you got to wrestle for it, wrestle for it. You got to push through for it, push through for it. So if you're ready to take hold of your promise, if you're ready to take hold of your healing, if you're ready to take hold of everything that God wants you, get on your feet because we're going to worship Him. Thanks again for listening to New Beginnings Podcast. We hope you were blessed by today's message. You can join us live online every Sunday from half past 10 on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Just search NBCC Halifax. You can also support our ministry by clicking the subscribe button below. Or financially, go to nbcc.online forward slash give to help reach people with the message of Jesus Christ. Thanks again for listening. God bless.